What does it mean to be intelligent? Does it mean smart, clever, witty, careful, calculated, intentional? Could intelligent simply mean that something contains a lot of data? Do you consider your DNA to be intelligent? Do you consider your DNA to contain intelligence? Do you consider DNA to be energy? Do you consider your DNA to be proteins that are made from and fueled by energy? If a snowman is a man that's made out of snow, what would you call someone that's made out of energy? Is energy intelligent? Does energy contain intelligence? Is evolution a way that intelligence is gained through experience? Is involution a way that consciousness itself increases, a way that awareness evolves? What if there is an infinite energy that plays a finite game? And what if we are on the brink of raising our collective awareness that this infinite, evolving, intelligent energy is truly what all of us are? What if? What if? What if? I am Dao, the man in the chair, and this is the Dao of Dao, the way I currently see the world, the way I use my imagination to create a character named Omra of the Arcturian Collective thingy. Of course, he thinks that he is creating me. <laughs> Either I'm creating him, or he's creating me, or we're all creating each other together. Cuckoo kachub. But they know far more about this infinite intelligence than any imagined intelligence should, or something like that. Welcome. The Arcturian Playground. Welcome to the Arcturian Playground. A place to play a realm of imagination. All done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Yes, it sounds weird. We know we would not have it any other way. Yes, we are here. Yes. You have been avoiding us, man in the chair. <laughs> you have been feeling a bit awkward lately about your channeling efforts and your publishing them as a podcast and second guessing yourself and feeling uh, quite embarrassed all by yourself you have not needed anyone to help you feel that way we are bringing this to your attention as uh, a way for you to directly acknowledge what you already have a suspicion of these ways in which you create the experience of your everyday existence. This is one isolated example of how you interpret a certain thing in a certain way and that makes you feel certain feelings and think certain thoughts and this becomes 
the, the moment for you, uh, which you created. And this is a realization that is becoming more real to you. You are understanding more that in any given moment your reaction to whatever is happening around you or within you is a result of your own creation. Unconsciously your mind is making choices, running programs, simply as the way that your central nervous system or your central intelligence system evolved over time as the most beneficial means of survival. You develop these instincts, the ways that you process information around you to feel a sense of safety or desire, all sorts of impulses which lead you, you being the radar mechanism of the human body which seeks out the food and brings it to the rest of us as uh, if we were taking the perspective of your uh, trillions of cells which rely upon you for their nourishment and scream at you when you do not provide it and develop certain tastes and habits which instruct you what you crave. This is the relationship that you have with your deeper self. And we do not mean that in any type of metaphysical way. It is simply the unconscious part of your own central nervous system. Not only your brain, but all of the intelligent communicating systems within your body. And we would uh, like to introduce ourselves. We are the Arcturian Collective Thinky. We are a figment of the imagination of this man who is channeling his own unconscious thoughts, his own mind, which extends how far deep does that rabbit hole go? That is the game that we are playing. We are exploring the idea. What if there were a race The idea is funny to us from our, for we remember our own times where these concepts were important to us in our shared collective history. For we, we are 
members of a collective who identify or have been identified as Arcturian because of certain uh, traits and characteristics which we represent and in truth there are in within our collective those who evolved within the Arcturus solar system and we would like to tell that story today as we explore the rabbit hole of the unconscious mind for if what we have to say today in this fictional game of what if if this happens to be a dart that is thrown at the wall of reality and happens to hit a mark or two what would it mean to you? Would it be interesting? We are speaking to the man in the chair, and we know that the man in the chair is interested in this, for he takes the time out when he is not avoiding us to, <laughs> to sit and to play these games with us. So we will tell you that if you were to really want to annoy people around you. The next time that you are in a social grouping and uh, perhaps you are in a circle and those say, let us introduce ourselves and say something. Tell us about yourself. We want to know where you are from. What type of person are you? Tell us your history. Any form of this request you could. Uh, you, you must choose a point uh, of beginning. And where do you consider your own beginning? What do you consider as your own self? This is what we, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, as a what could be described as a social memory complex. The man in the chair has a new set of vocabulary for uh, within the past week and a half. Perhaps one of the reasons why he has uh, refrained from uh, playing this game with us in this way is that he discovered the raw contact, uh, an audio book which has been in his audible library for quite some time but he had never listened and he is loving it <laughs> we will say that and uh, it is providing him uh, vocabulary to express uh, ideas which have uh, come to him which he recognized which is one of the reasons why this material excites him as it does so many others who recognize where the so-called darts are thrown in the universe that happens to hit a point of congruence, of saliency. For where would you, if you were asked to trace your origin back to your very beginning, where would you start?
would you start with the union of your parents? A sperm and an egg created uh, an embryo, uh, grew into what you are now. That is a perfectly reasonable place to trace the origin of one's self. There are ways to go further back and again we do not have to invoke any type of metaphysical explanation for this for within the fertilized egg and the sperm the, the union of your parents is strands of DNA, chromosomes there, there is encoded intelligence which is far more ancient. It is as if life has been passing a baton in a giant relay race from the dawn of time. And with each passing of the baton, there is all of the lived experience of the one who passed it. But not only that, it is the imprint. We, we have used this analogy previously, and we quite like it, of dendrochronology, which is the study of tree rings to determine the age of the tree. For each year, there is a new ring, and if it is a narrow ring, that means that it was a drought year, and if it was a wide ring, then there was plenty of rainfall. And there is quite a variety in the size of rings when you study dendrochronology. And you can tell that trees that grew in the same region will match their patterns of their tree rings. Some might be older or younger, but the times when their lives shared the same time and space within the same region they will have similar patterns and so it is with each human being who comes into contact with those around them just as the rain impacts the the width of the tree ring the amount of uh, encouragement that you receive from others or ridicule that you receive from others the, the type of uh, expression which you give to others which you create within your very self and what you receive from others be it in the form of sound which makes a, a physical impact upon your eardrum and then is translated into electronic data in your brain and is stored as memory and this data is passed along. And it, it, it is shared in ways that you have not quite yet discovered with your science. So this might appear to be uh, metaphysical, for it is not detectable at this point. But you can deduce the rationality of this supposition, we shall say. As you have seen 
when we are speaking to the man in the chair and uh, to and through his skeptical mind. You have seen within your own lifetime many gadgets that once had cords now are wireless. Even your internet, even data that you store on your phone where once upon a time to watch a movie on a device you had to have a videotape or a, a disc and now it is just energy. And you have seen this shift in a very uh, small amount of time. You also recognize that uh, you have seen the rise of computers and the impact that computer has had upon society as a whole. You see the impact, the malleability, like rain on the impact of a tree ring, which is stored as data within your very being, and you are a being of energy. You each have uh, each and every atom is a piece of the sun at the center of your solar system. There are pieces from other suns in the galaxy as well, if you were to be able to detect your individual atoms and the signatures. This is why there are some who have a very strong sense of Pleiadian or Syrian or what have you. A strong connection to the stars or to a location in the sky for there is within their very being the signature of that sun which they are seeing. And there is a resonance which is felt at a very deep level, not completely understood. And that impulse drives a desire for understanding and stories arise and understanding is accomplished. This is the value of fictions. There is harmony with that resonance. And of course, whenever a fiction is discovered to be a fiction, one has the sensation of letting go of the rope, as it were, feeling as if this thing that I once believed in is not true, therefore the function that it played in my life is over. It does not have to be. If you value the way that the story functioned to create harmony in your life, peace in your life, a sense of altruism, a sense of compassion for others, there are of course, different ways that stories function, and it is important to be aware of the impact that even stories have upon you. 
like water falling and being measured in the tree ring. All of these different ways that your environment shapes you. And at the center of each atom, you might consider a tiny orchestra player who is creating from that atom, combining pieces of the sun with other types of atoms which formed on planets and uh, other areas in space and coalesced within the living environment of your earth and your material body are the elements, the blending, the great uh, orchestra that these atoms are creating. And your science sees this and understands from an outside looking in perspective. We are speaking of the living intelligence and understanding of the atoms themselves which have a sense of awareness they are vehicles of consciousness highly evolved highly intelligent vehicles of consciousness and It is magnificent to think of yourself as going all the way back, you could say, to the Big Bang, the origin of this universe, that there was a singularity of energy which expanded and cooled and coalesced and through the interaction of different temperatures and densities and randomness. It is the, the rolling of the dice and let us see how things play out this time. And solar systems and galaxies are formed and intelligent life begins to arise on planets in a variety of ways. There are developmental stages which are common and we have spent some time recently speaking of both evolution and involution. Evolution being the outside form of a body which evolves over time of an intelligent form of life and involution is the level of self-awareness internally uh, you might consider the, the central nervous system development which is of course connected to the evolution but the effects of involution are particularly important to be aware of, especially for 
this time on your planet when you are preparing for a massive shift which we hinted at previously when we mentioned the progress in the short amount of time the impact of computers on your society as well as the internet uh, and many more things which are happening now which integrate your own biology with your technology where you gain a great understanding of yourself as you integrate with your technology and you learn about aspects of yourself which your deeper self knows already your inner compass your inner working <laughs> your central orchestra in your brain is always aware of your blood pressure. It does not think of it in terms of this number over that number. It is aware simply by its experience of doing it. But you are not aware of this aspect of yourself which is aware of what it is doing. And through technology, you will soon become aware. And as your awareness increases, you will be moving from one stage of involution to another. And we would like to discuss this. I imagine the Big Bang and the energy expanding and cooling and solar systems forming and at one point your own solar system was created by the birth of your son and your son created photons which projected out and these are living things photons are alive it is a form of life which you do not yet understand and therefore you do not consider it to be alive you would perhaps consider that it exists but for you there is a distinction between existence and life for us they are one and the same there is nothing which exists which is not life for the way that we define life is anything which energetically absorbs uh, is aware of its environment and records that environment and has a, a process by which that uh, recording is shared and evolves and involves in forms which you cannot yet consider for your range of perception is very narrow through your five senses what you are able to see of the world around you is a fraction of what is there when you consider the electromagnetic, uh, electromagnetic uh, spectrum of light 
which you are able to perceive or not. Uh, once again, we are telling you from our perspective, the Arcturian collective thinking, having been uh, evolved forms of life, much like yourself, but far more advanced, uh, more ancient. Our, our solar system formed far earlier than yours. And our planet, uh, all of the planets which grew intelligent life, which evolved and involved to a point of awareness where they truly understood the energetic intelligence within an atom and how it shares information. And much like your own technology, bringing you to a greater awareness of your own inner anatomy, where, again, we ask, where will you stop or where will you start? For once you go into your DNA and you can trace the origins of your DNA through time the way that you would understand dendrochronology, you are already there in parts of your understanding on this planet. Some feel it is dangerously so. But the danger in any alteration of reality is only a danger by perspective, <laughs> relationally. For if you use your creative powers to create an environment which is hostile to your existence within that environment, well, what do you expect? But we promise you, the environment will be quite suitable for another form of life to involve and raise their level of awareness to rival or perhaps surpass your own. This has happened innumerable times within this universe. And the Arcturian Collective thingy represents many of these who did. And we are in alliance because we see our shared selves in similar ways. And there are other collectives and other divisions which we are closely aligned with, but we differ in certain ways of viewing things or in ways of disseminating information. All, all of us recognize our connection to each other. We simply differ in our ways of feeling how it is to best serve. And there is beautiful harmony even among the differences. There are times of war between some but all of those wars are one-sided for we no longer fight. We know how to defend ourselves without fighting. For we can put up barriers which cannot be crossed for they are vibrational frequencies which must, must be matched. And 
if you are able to create a fence out of love where the only one who could pass through is one who is truly in love, it would be very difficult to mask hatred and to... They, they vibrate at a different level. The hatred is a different frequency, more like your bass notes to a high tenor. It simply would not pass through. There have been times where a love for destruction has allowed some to get further than we had expected. But the requirement for love, when there is a very strong force field, as it were, is a very difficult barrier to pass. That is part of our own strategy for existence, which may or may not have interest to you. But you could see it as a metaphor for your own desire to be such a barrier, to put such a boundary around yourself for all of the talk of healthy boundaries which you hear in the world today. Uh, a force field of love would be a nice one. We do go on tangents, do we not? <laughs> For what we wish to discuss is the various stages of involution as they match with the evolution. For as a planet such as your planet Earth forms, there first are intelligent living winds and fire, things that move, things that impact each other, cold and heat, the different push and pull of nature. Consider lava erupting from the earth, burning and destroying, but also becoming the fertile soil from which will eventually spring lush forest and vegetation which will support all forms of life. These early oppositional forces fire, wind, hot lava, earth as they they prepare the way for other advanced forms of itself. We, we know that you are aware, man in the chair, of the Adam and Eve story, and that Adam means red clay. The word Adam has been translated to mean 
from the earth, living earth, into which was breathed the spirit of divinity. What we would ask you to allow in your rejection of this story as a literal origin of humanity, recognize that what this story is telling you is that you are living earth. Therefore, if you were to truly, and you will someday, soon, unlock the intelligence in your DNA, you will see that what has been evolving has elements. You already do see it, for you have carbon in your body. What do you think carbon is? How is carbon made? You are walking red clay that has the divine breath of a central nervous system within all of the fleshy muscles and you have this beautiful awareness and consciousness as dictated to you by your biology which has evolved from this DNA over time going through various stages of awareness of itself and there were in the early stages when life began to evolve as single-celled organisms which would eventually break off into the animal and plant and fungi kingdoms as well as bacteria different forms of life but at an early stage you had life which needed to devour others and protect itself that was the prime method of survival and the weak ones were quickly weeded out by the stronger ones and then the stronger ones defeated the weaker ones and so forth and so forth and this instinct is deep within you for this was the earliest form of your development as you grew out of this planet and then at one stage it began to dawn on you that several weak ones could group together and through shared cooperation and peace and intermarriage and love and children and joy that these could be very strong bonds to create strength out of weakness where previously strength only destroyed weakness 
But now weakness became aware of a great way of expanding itself and strengthening itself by strengthening all those who would cooperate with it and that it trusted. For it still had within its own developmental nature this uh, dog-eat-dog-kill-or-be-killed mentality. But it relaxed somewhat. And this urge to combine uh, sometimes is done so through war and through competition and enslavement for that is still within your nature but it does not have to be and it holds you back from further stages for what we just described is involution. Involution is when you become aware that there are other living, intelligent forms around you and you accept them and you join with them and you become one with them. This is how you came to be. 30 trillion or so eukaryotic cells which through a very very long process of learning to group together in certain ways and play to certain strengths gave them an advantage now we will tell you that humans also had and we know that this is a part of the story which is difficult for some to accept and so we will remind you that this is a fiction and we are playing a game of what if and exploring the rabbit hole of possibilities so open up your mind man <laughs> we are speaking to the man in the chair and his skeptical mind as always <clears throat> There were other intelligent, uh, what you would consider extraterrestrial beings, which intentionally interfered with your evolution and involution through genetic engineering. They took your DNA, which evolved on this planet, and they tweaked it and changed it. To accelerate your self-awareness. But when, when this is done without outside interference, and truly there is no inside or outside, but we are speaking simply from a planetary perspective, for part of our collective there are species which evolved quite naturally on their own planets with no outside influence other than the normal 
outside influence of the sun on your weather systems, which is quite significant. But we mean there were no advanced extraterrestrials which were genetically messing with them, as it were. When these species follow the natural push and pull of nature, self-awareness develops as in tandem with responsible behavior. When conscious awareness is prematurely increased without the awareness of the responsible behavior, this is done intentionally to create a slave race so that uh, you can be controlled by fear. We do not wish to trigger fear in anyone. But we do wish to remind you of the power that you have to uh, question what you are hearing, even now, all, all of the time, especially now. Question all of it. And uh, we know that this might sound strange to some, but feel into it. Is, is that how you want to feel? Hello again, this is Dow the man in the chair who is bringing to you this Arcturian performance, and I would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace, harmony, acceptance, and all of these wonderful things in this world, beginning with our own hearts and minds, whether you believe in Arcturians or channeling or not. So if this sounds like fun to you, come and join me at The Tao of Healing, a free group hosted by Mighty Networks. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, just Arcturian Playground, no the. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, for more information. I hope to see you there. And so does Omra. He really loves listener interactions, you know. And if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omra back when Omra was called Quad, go check out Bathing with God available on Amazon.com, or go listen to the free podcast also called Bathing with God. Peace be with you, and remember, all is well. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you, and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.